Welcome to our daily reflection for this Saturday, August 5th. And today we get the reading from Leviticus, the second reading and last reading we're going to hear uh, from the book of Leviticus, and it's about the Jubilee year. So here at the end of the book of Exodus, or the book of Leviticus, in the midst of the Exodus story, uh, we get the last, le- the last legislation is a Jubilee year. So the idea is that you know every seven years is a sabbatical year, but seven times seven is 49, and then the 50th year in honor of that seven times seven, because seven's a holy number, because it represents the covenant. And, uh, and so seven times seven, you know, on the seventh day you worship God, on the seventh year, it's a sabbatical year, it's a day of worship. The seventh month of the calendar is a holy month uh, full, filled with feasts, like the Day of Atonement and the Feast of Booths. And then when you get to the seven times seven years, you have a jubilee year for a year where there is no work for that year. It's a year of celebration and worship uh, of God. And all debts are canceled on that year. All slaves are set free. And all property that was lost is returned to the original property owner. And so this is the jubilee year. It has these three things of release. The release of slaves, the release of debts, the release of land. And you might think, well, why, why, why this law? Why this jubilee? Why this legislation with the jubilee? Well, what God is doing is he's instituting the fruits of the exodus. Israel was a nation that was enslaved in Egypt. They had gotten enslaved because of their sin, so they were indebted to God. They were enslaved to the Egyptians, and they lost their ancient patrimonial inheritance, the land of the promised land, the land of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so what does God do in the Exodus? He takes them out of the bondage of slavery because he forgives their sins, and he gives them back the promised land. And so what God's saying, every 50 years, Israel is to do to the poorest of the poor what God had done for Israel. In other words, there is to be, with the Jubilee, an internal exodus. Setting slaves free, giving back an ancient patrimonial inheritance. Because the economy back then was agrarian, and if you lost land, it puts you in a cycle of poverty. And God breaks that cycle of poverty. If your grandfather drank away the family farm, well... It's returned in the time of the grandkids so that there's a break of perpetual cycle of poverty. That's the idea. There's also great wisdom in so many ways with this because what happens is every 50 years, all debts canceled. And so as you get closer to the Jubilee year, the way you sell property decreases, the value decreases, and debts decrease. And what that does is it keeps a big debt bubble from growing and bursting and causing economic ruin. And so there's a lot of practical wisdom to this that the nations could learn from. And uh, because most, well, anyhow, I won't won't go into economic poverty cycles, but I'm tempted to. But the point for us is God has Israel do for the poor what he did for them. It's the imitatio Yahweh. And so as we reflect on the laws of the Jubilee today, let's reflect on God's graciousness and how we can be gracious to others. May the Lord bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press, 
with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, e-books, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.